0: what's going on it's jesse lee you can call me hashtag boss or the people's mentor in this is episode 326 of the show Hey we are on this ego talk and I tell you what I think this is really what we all needed to hear anyway this time this day this age and I feel like God works in mysterious ways so if you're listening to all three ego episodes in a row they're completely different but I hope that they are all speaking to you in different ways that they are supposed to I think that's important and I love you guys for following along by the way thank you so much for all your screenshots your shares and your Instagram stories tagging me tagging people Tagging friends, subscribing, leaving reviews. All of that means so much to me. Only oh I and me guys so much. Also, yes, I'm in a happy mood. If you can't tell, I'm in Hawaii. So if you are here, waves crashing, I got whales in front of me, turtles. Turtles! I see little turtle right there, little turtle right in front of me. Um, and we are so close to 1,500 five-star reviews, which is unbelievable. We're at 1,441 five-star ratings on Apple iTunes. When we get to 1,500, we're gonna do a $1,500 giveaway. So please tell all your friends to review. Please make sure your reviews are in. I know it takes time, but I really appreciate all of the feedback. Today's reviewer of the show is Bradley Vision, fierce, impactful, and resilient. Five stars. I've been following JlW for a few years. She has truly blossomed into a total badass i remember when she just started when the when the m oh snap decide to destroy her and when she flipped that ish and made it into something nobody could have ever imagined haterade is what all those people are drinking that hate on her well, i didn't i should have reread <laughs> Should have read this review before I started reading it out loud. Oh my God. I love whoever this is. Any true woman has to admit she's an absolute boss. Keep paving the way for other women to take over the world. Wow. I love that. And I appreciate it so much. What a review. What a review. I love you guys. And thank you so much for all your support on the podcast. This is episode 326. I'm going to do a continuation on conversations about ego because I just think it's something you can't train too much on. And to go back to what I was saying um, last night, we all have ego. Right. I think it is important to have a level of ego because that is the thing that makes you feel a little like "Mm, I'm going to show up today. Mm, I can do this. Mm," You know, Um, and if you don't have that, then those are kind of the people sometimes that uh, they just they just kind of don't do much in their business. So all of you have some ego. Let's start there. You wouldn't have hit MVP if you didn't have some ego. You wouldn't have gone for that recruit if you didn't have some ego. You wouldn't have built your business the way you've built your business so far if you didn't have some ego. It's about keeping the ego in check and healthy that makes the difference. So the first part that I want to talk about today is about talk because I think maybe you've heard the statement before that talk is cheap. Has anyone heard that before? Yeah, it's really true. I mean, how many of you know somebody that loves to talk about themselves and talk and talk and talk about themselves, right? And then it's like, well, are you gonna talk about it? Are you gonna be about it, right? How many of you have been in like romantic relationships where somebody says that they're going to, you know, I'm gonna change, I'm gonna get better, I'm gonna do better, I swear, And then it's like, okay, I'll give you another try. I'm going to give you another try. And then you give them another try and you're like, oh my God, you changed literally nothing. Anyone, like, it's in every kind of relationship. Okay. How many of you don't like the business relationships where the person's like, I'm the leader. I'm always going to do the most. And then you're like. When are you going to start doing the most? Because it looks to me like you're cashing checks, but I don't see a lot of most going on. Like it just starts to frustrate people. It just, and it's in anything. It's in any kind of relationship because people love to talk. They love to say what they know you want to hear. Like, you know what you want to hear. No, baby, I love you. I love you, baby. I I know I was cheating on you, but it's not because I don't love you. Well, what in the hell? What are you talking about? Well, I swear, I swear I'm gonna start building my business. This is gonna be my month. I'm gonna recruit five people, baby. I don't know why I'm saying baby so much, okay? I'm gonna recruit five people, baby, okay? And then they just don't. And you're like, well, I thought you said we were gonna build a whole new team. Why didn't you build a whole new team? Because talk is cheap, okay? It's your ego coming through. And so this is a quote from Lao Tzu, and it is those who know do not speak those who speak do not know have you ever noticed that sometimes people talk so much that it's almost like they're trying to convince themselves of something right no i'm a really good friend like i'm such a good friend let me tell you i'm such a good friend that i'm such a good friend wait what <laughs> can you give me an example <laughs> <You know? laughs> like wait a minute <laughs> Right. Oh, I'm. Yeah, I'm so loyal. I'm so. Lo- Could you give me an example of your loyalty? Because it seems to be missing. Right. Well, I mean, you can apply this to anything. I'm trying to give you a lot of different examples because you'll start to notice these kinds of conversations popping up in so many different, so many different, um, different examples of your life. So the temptation to talk exists for everyone. Okay. And the temptation is actually for the hype and the talk and the words to replace the action. And I think it can be interesting in business because what I see is some people think that they can talk so much that they'll convince people that they're actually doing actions. Ooh. Oh, oh, I like that one. Christine Michler just laughed really hard when I said that, right? And I watch it, repeat. but here's the thing. Look, it's not your fault if you're like, oh my God, this is me. I'm the one doing this kind of stuff. It's okay. Because you're being conditioned to be like that. I want you to think about social media. Right? If you think about social media, you know, Facebook wants you to compose a new text. Or Twitter wants you to tweet a new tweet. Or Instagram wants you to write a new caption or post a new story. Or Clubhouse wants to talk about how successful you are, even if you're not yet that successful. And it's interesting because when you're given those big blank spaces, what most people want to do, of course, naturally... Is filled a void and talk, right? And it's interesting because if you look on social media, we've been so conditioned with our ego that it's almost like our performance, right? Um, our performance on social media is overwhelmingly positive. It ends up being more like, let me tell you how great my life is, even though it's not maybe going that great. Or, you know, look how great I am. Look at my accomplishments. I'm the best of the best. Da, 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 da. Okay, I only recruit winners. Well, I don't. <laughs> That's cool that you do. Everyone I recruit turns out to be a mega superstar. Wow, really? Uh, not mine. Wow, where do you find those people? All my recruits aren't all doing the most. No, what? Everyone is aligned with me. And that. Oh, what? What are you talking about? It's not even possible. Right? I mean, I'm I'm over here. I've recruited almost, or I guess a little over 5,000 people in the last decade. Ain't all winners, baby! Look how many people are on this call. Here's the winners, baby! Okay? I want you to think about that. I just want you to chew on that for a second. But we're so conditioned to talk about how good life is and how perfect life is and how the rainbows and sunshine and puppies and kittens and and la, 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 la are going on that the talk, the talk, the talk, the talk, the talk ends up being a performance. And I want to remind you of where some of you are because there are a lot of you who are very new in business right now. Okay? There's a lot of you on this call that are very new in business. I'm talking a year or less that is very new in business. Okay. At the beginning of any path in business, you are supposed to be nervous, excited, scared, whatever. This is normal. Okay. And the thing though, is that I don't think it's malicious, but sometimes we go and we talk and we talk and we talk and we do it for sometimes really public credit right? Almost to prove to ourselves that what we're doing is working, you know, in the process of trying to convince other people that what we're doing is working. And sometimes, uh, that attention when we've actually done the least, we haven't done the most, but we're talking about it like we've done the most when we've really done the least. Remember what I talked about last week when Eric said, some of us have been celebrating the minimums, like their maximums right? That is your ego, right? That is your ego speaking. So I'm going to read this little passage from this book because I love it. It's about a gawker blogger. Her name was, is Emily Gould. Okay. So she had a two year struggle to get a novel published. And I want you to not think about this from a novel being published. I want you to think about this from somebody who maybe is stuck at a rank for a couple of years. Okay, or months or whatever. So though she had a six-figure book deal, all she needed to do was complete the book, she was stuck. Why? She was too busy, quote, spending a lot of time on the internet. Quote, in fact, I can't really remember anything else I did in 2010. I tumbled, I tweeted, I scrolled. This didn't earn me any money, but it really felt like work. How many of you are already like, uh uh-oh, attacked? Uh uh-oh, attacked. I justified my habits to myself in various ways. I would tell people I'm building my brand. I would tell people blogging is my creative act. Even, quote, curating simply by reblogging someone else's post was my creative act if you squinted your eyes really hard. It was also the only creative thing I was doing. So in other words, she was doing what a lot of us do when we're scared, when we're nervous, when we're excited, when we're overwhelmed in business, we do everything but focus on it. If you ask anybody, anybody who's had big rank advancements, if you ask them what took them from seven to eight, six to seven, seven to eight, eight to nine, nine to ten, ten to legend, whatever it is, okay? Or in my case, it's not really um rank anymore, it's income level. When I jump these giant income levels, it's because I stop doing what some people on our team, I love it, is called fluff work. And I get so laser focused um those of you who are champs you can put in the by the way if you guys could say like just put champ in all caps in the chat please because i've been asked by a lot of new people who are the champs who are the champs i don't know who the champs are so you can put champ if you are a champ so people can start to identify who you are i would really appreciate that thank you there's a lot of them okay so um It's interesting, like, and by the way, I love that how many champs are on here because it shows you what champs are in stage one activity. And I don't say that to be rude to other champs at all, at all. So don't like twist my words or misconstrue what I'm trying to say. I just think it's very important. You know what champs are bringing in four new customers a month. I think it's important. You know what champs, who they are, that are actually doing the stage one activity at a high level. That's all it is. It's not... Again, anybody who's offended about it, that would be what we're talking about right now. That's an ego conversation. You're still an amazing person. It has nothing to do with it. Okay? So I know I'm not talking to any of you on here. It's just, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I feel the need to explain that sometimes. Okay, so anyway, it's when I decide to focus. And the reason I said, can you please put champ in the chat, is because the champ chat, when I am really focused... If I'm, if I'm telling the truth, champs, put yes after this, okay? The champ chat, when I am really focused and I am building, I'm not in there really. I maybe jump in once every two days and send messages. <laughs> Megan, Megan George says, she's gone. <laughs> she's disappeared, right? I can't because I'm so focused on this activity of not scrolling of not playing catch up on what's going on in everybody else's life. I'm really focused on finding new leads, cultivating new people, and building, building, building. So I want you to think about that because it's normal for you to maybe stall in your conversations that you know are not moving you forward and move forward in the conversations that keep you focused, okay? So it's interesting because it's easier to talk About building a business. It's easy to go live. And talk about building the business. Than to do the actual act. Of building a business itself. I know that hurt a little. But like y'all. This is a leadership call. Okay. This is a leadership call. I love you. Look. It's so easy to talk. About what it takes to build a business. But how many people do you think. get on? And I'm not even talking about our team. Now I'm talking about the world. Get on calls. Tell you what to do. Have the audacity to say, this is what you need to do to build a business, Karen. Okay, Chaz, this is what we do, Marisol. All right, this is what we're gonna do, Joellen. All right, are you ready for it, Deb? Deb, are you ready? Are you ready for it, Kristen? Here's what we're gonna do, Taryn. We're gonna go live. We're gonna add tag message. We're gonna do a challenge. We're gonna take this to the next level. We're gonna go sell all the Max Builder Packs. We're gonna go out there And they're telling you what to do, but they're not doing it. This is just an example in our business, but you understand what I'm trying to say, right? It's so easy to talk about it. It is more difficult to act on it. It's our ego getting in the way of our greatness though. And I'm telling you, it's hard. It's hard to sit there and stare at your computer and stare at your phones and go, Oh my gosh, I'm just getting mad at myself now. I I don't write good enough copy. I listened to Sydney's call last week, and she's way better. Jesse Lee's way better at writing copy. They're the best at it. That's why they trained on it. And and I'm not good enough at taking photos. I don't take photos like that, and I don't know how to do video like she does, and I can't TikTok like they do, and blah, 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 blah. It doesn't seem good enough, and you don't seem good enough, right? And the crazy thing is that most of the valuable things that you will do in your life, they are difficult, okay? it. It is going to be bad at first, way before it ever becomes good. Whoever told you that it's going to be beautiful from day one was a big liar. I'm getting frustrated with these network marketing coaches who are like, anybody who says that uh, new people shouldn't cold message is, is, is crazy. I'm like, no, you just need to coach people how to actually create value on social media. Dingling, a What are you talking about, Cold message. Not cold messaging anybody, and I'm certainly not training people how to cold message good for you keep making the profession look like a bunch of scam artists all right it's more difficult sure to teach somebody how to curate content it's more difficult, sure to teach somebody how to do a Facebook live properly, but when it's more difficult, I think there are bigger wins, okay, and remember talking. Talking is always easy. And remember that a lot of the times, people who are talking a lot are spending more time convincing themselves of something than anything else. Okay? Because in actuality, and this is from um, a Ryan Holiday book called Stillness is Key. The silence is the strength. And I know that might sound weird for some of you who have yet to meet me in person yet. But you can ask any of these people that have met me in person Who the most talkative person in the room is? Because I promise you it's not me. Especially in a room where I feel like I have a lot to learn. I'm basically a mute. I don't speak unless I know I have a good answer. I don't speak unless I'm like, hmm, I know exactly what I want to say to this. Think about that. Because a lot of the time when people speak, You ever notice they just speak in circles and you're like, is there a point coming or are we, are we just going to keep talking? Just, just wondering, just wondering if I can turn my listening, listening ears off or if you're ever going to get to the point, right? So going back to what I was talking about last night with that Sherman guy, right? The guy who had the tank named after him. Here's a quote from him. This is a rule he tried to observe. Never give reasons for what you think or do until you must. Maybe after a while, the better reason will pop into your head. I love that. Bo Jackson, who is a baseball and football great, he said that he decided he had two things he wanted to accomplish as an athlete at Auburn University. He said he would win the Heisman Trophy, and he said he would be taken first in the NFL draft. Do, you, do any of you want to guess who he told? I love it. Good guesses. The only people he told was himself and his girlfriend. Isn't that kind of cool? When you're like moving in silence and then all of a sudden you come out swinging. We really did that as the Empire... If you, those of you who have been around for a couple of years, everybody was making fun of us. Some of you don't know this, but I'm just going to tell you. They told us we were building wrong. They said that uh, my business was built unstable because I didn't have any rank eight legs or rank nine or rank ten legs. They said that I didn't know how to develop leaders. They said all kinds of really crazy, mean stuff about me all over their leadership calls. And we just didn't talk about it. We just didn't talk about it. We would talk about it amongst um, small groups of champs and just talk about, hey, we're doing the right thing. We're building steadily. We're building businesses with foundations. We're building businesses with a strong foundation. And then I didn't say anything. And then last year at Epic, <laughs> which is our award ceremony, um, the number one earner last year in Prove It was Lisa Grossman. That's my sponsor. The number two earner was me which means it was more than everybody else who had all kinds of things to say about us. And then this year, if you haven't already heard, you'll see it, Epic. I only know because Lisa's my sponsor, but um, I'm the number one earner. So sometimes you can stay quiet and move very stealthily and be very focused and get everything you want done without causing a big scene. It's not about everybody knowing about it, right? That allows you to also be strategic and flexible. So by me not telling everybody what we're doing and not telling everybody all of our plans and moving, getting on flights without telling anybody and spending months in Europe and then weeks all everywhere else. Remember the big U.S. tour last year, then went to Canada, went down to Mexico, been all over. I didn't tell anybody what I was doing. I told y'all and then we just toured and we toured and we toured and we got in front of people's houses and in their homes and with their babies and we created relationships, right? It allowed for us to have, write this down, strategic flexibility. If you tell everybody everything that you're doing, Right, And if it doesn't go to plan, basically the benefit of silence is that while others are chattering and chittering and saying, look at me, 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 look at me. Did you look at me? Did you look at me? Have you seen me yet? Hey, 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 hey. Okay. You can be thrifty with your moves. You can build your business exactly how you want to. And then you can come out on top. Right. Because talking gets exhausting right? Spending all your time telling everybody what you're doing while you spend your time convincing yourself you're doing something. Look, it's not useful. And sometimes I thought this was an interesting excerpt from the book. Ryan Holiday talks about research shows that while goal visualization is important, after a certain point, our mind can become confused with actual progress. I want to read that again. Research shows that while goal visualization is important, after a certain point, our mind begins to confuse it with actual progress. You've heard this before in different ways. You know how some people have said your mind can't tell what's, what's real and what's fake? You've heard, has anyone ever heard that before? Your mind cannot tell what is real and what is fake? That can be really good, and it can also be, on the flip side, dangerous. Dangerous. Because I wonder how many people are saying, telling themselves, you know, oh, I'm a millionaire and they're living like a millionaire, but they're not taking millionaire actions or whatever it might be, right? But their mind actually thinks, oh, well, I'm a millionaire because our subconscious is all kind of confused. I just, I just, I don't know. Things like this make me think. It makes me wonder, right? Making sure our mind is where we want to be. And the same goes for verbalization, right? Talking out loud to ourselves, um, it can actually decrease insight and breakthroughs this book mentions. And so it's interesting, so I'm just gonna read this. After spending so much time thinking, explaining, and talking about a task, we start to feel as if we've gotten closer to achieving it. Or worse, when things get tough, we feel we can toss the whole project aside because we've given it our best try. Although, of course, we haven't. How many people do you see Saying I've worked so hard on hitting champ and it's just so hard and they've really just sat there and thought about it a lot They've thought about being rank eight a lot Oh, they're sitting there thinking about it. They're dreaming about it. They're visualizing it in their minds though We're starting to convince ourselves because we're talking so much about it. We've convinced ourselves. We're doing work How dangerous is this? This is our ego this is our ego. You could be rank eight if you put in rank eight work, period, full stop. It's just more work. It's not more dreaming. It's not It's not more, I don't know, I was going to do some yoga, but I'm in the wrong chair. All right, it's not more, mm, it's not. It's more action. It's rank eight work. It's rank eight recruiting. It's rank nine sales it's rank nine leadership it's not talking about it okay and i say that in such a nice way i know we're all different ranks on here so i just want to tell you that it's just more actions like i love looking at uh tamika's stuff because she's constantly posting in her st- i see it everywhere she's taking actions her business is going to continue i mean i know it's a lot of you but i just have she tags me last uh, so i see her beautiful face making stuff Ooh, that looks good girl Make me maybe one of those okay like I just, I'm just saying it to you because I think sometimes we think we're doing the most. Your ego's trying to convince you you're doing the most. But are you really? Or are you being tempted because all of a sudden you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed even thinking about what it's going to take to be a rank seven or a rank eight. But really you don't even know because you're not doing the work. Oh, it's your ego. It's your ego. Okay. And this just made me laugh so I highlighted it. You know people talk because it's like therapy, right? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Michelle, let's be honest about it, Heather. Come on, Amanda, it's like therapy, ain't it, Jamie Lynn? All right, come on, Amber, come on. Carol Ubertaccio, I love her name, right? People are like, ooh, I just spent four hours talking about it with my accountability partner. Doesn't that count for something? No, no, Veronica, no, it does not. That's great, you called Jenny and harassed her for four hours, but now she's four hours behind, you're four hours behind, no one's moved forward at all. You feel better? No, you don't. I just did that training on Think Like a Monk a couple weeks ago, you don't even actually feel better. Psychologically speaking, research has shown. I mean, it's funny, because some of you are like, oh my god, this is me this is what I do. Oh my God. I get on a call and I game plan for like four hours. Okay. And I talk and I talk and I talk and there's nothing wrong with talking. You know, I want y'all to be communicators, but good Lord, you know, come bad. Doing the great work, yes, it's a struggle. It can be draining, right? And I will tell you, I understand where you might be, but when you are faced with your challenges, okay, whether it's building a new business, whether it's building new leaders, whether it is, you know, getting mentorship in something, whatever it is, are you talking about it or are you facing the struggles head on? Because yes, there are struggles when it comes to being a champ, there are struggles when it comes to being a pro champ. There are, let me tell you, there are struggles involved with this freaking sign, okay? There are some struggles over here, okay? I don't know why the sign is just sitting here. We gotta put the sucker on a wall or something. But like, there are struggles. But you have to face them head on because if you're not, it's your ego. It is your ego, okay? So ignore the natural impulse to seek recognition before you act. I know people like to talk about. Juma, I mean, I always hit MVP multiplier in the past. Okay. Okay. Uh. So what you're saying is, in the past, you were working. Huh. What is it you're actually trying to tell me? What? huh? I'm not saying it to be rude. I'm just saying, why are we talking about what we did last month? Why are we talking about, this doesn't really happen on our team, right? But like, I see this in network marketing all the time. People that will hit like diamond and might be the top rank in their company or something like that. And they call themselves diamond to the end of eternity. I'm like, but are you? Or are you just talking about it? Why are we seeking this impulse to seek recognition before we're actually doing actions? right and y'all i am guilty of all of these things that's why i can coach you on it i've done all these stupid things before so like please don't think that i am some high and mighty you know whatever at all but if i'm training you on something it's cuz i'm doing it if i'm teaching you something it's because i'm current credibility in it if i'm getting up on a zoom call with you it's cuz i'm actually taking the actions if i'm going to have if i'm going to have the audacity to do a recruiting call with you it's cuz i'm destroying recruiting across the world in all of network marketing if I'm going to teach you about systems, it's because I'm going to build systems. If I'm going to teach you leadership, it's because I'm developing more leaders than anybody on earth right now. And sit, I chose those words intentionally right now. Because maybe there will be a time in my future where it's not me. But it, I'm just giving you my word, it's not going to be me training then on how to develop MVPs. If I'm not developing MVPs. Guys, I hit all-star every single month. Do you know that? I'll say it again. I hit all-star every single month. That is five personally developed MVPs every single month. When they did that little MVP all-star reset thing, I literally got the $2,000 reset on day one of the month. Day one. Maybe it was day two. Maybe it was day two. Like, what are we doing I'm in current credibility right now, so I'll train you on that. Don't let your ego get in the way of something you did in the past. Ever. And then if you step into a new stage of your life, I don't want you to feel bad about that. I don't want you to feel bad if you don't do MVP anymore. I don't want you to feel bad if you decide to take a break. I don't want you to feel bad if you decide not to build a business anymore. I don't want you to feel bad about anything. I would just ask you to not live in a space of ego and want of recognition for something you're not currently doing. Because it's not healthy for you, but even worse, it's detrimental to to the people you're training. Because you're training on something you don't know about. Does that make sense? Okay, this comes from like a really loving place, by the way. This is not coming from an aggressive place. I hope you know that. Okay? I just want to make sure you know I will hold myself accountable for that. I will not be training you on things that I do not do. Okay? All right, so it's interesting because I love this. People who are working quietly in the corner and turning their inner turmoil into product and eventually to stillness, they don't talk much or mind the feeling that others who are out there in public enjoying the limelight are somehow getting the better end of the deal. They know they're not. These people are too busy working to do anything else. So when they do talk, it's been earned. Ooh, I like that. The only relationship between work and chatter is that one kills the other. (gasps) I love that. Write it down. The only relationship between work and chatter is that one kills the other. So be careful when people are talk, 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 talking. Okay. The next part I want to talk about with this ego is to be or to do it's not to be or not to be okay i'm not i'm not shakespeare okay people i'm not a poet don't you know it okay so i will tell you um this Part of the book, he talks about a fighter pilot whose name was John Boyd. None of you probably know who he is. He does not have planes named after him. He does not have uh, statues in his honor. He does not have any of this stuff, and I'm, t- I'm going to talk about why. His name is John Boyd. He is one of the greatest fighter pilots of all Time. He ended up being a lead instructor at the elite fighter weapons school at Nellis Air Force, Force Base. He was known as the 42nd Boyd, meaning he was undefeated by any opponents from any position in less than 40 seconds. He's like the best fighter pilot in all of American history. Pretty cool. And none of us know who he is, right? After he retired from that, he was summoned to the Pentagon, where his real work began. He never went past colonel. He turned down every single promotion. However, however, best in the world, the F-15 and F-16 fighter jets, which completely reinvented modern military aircraft, are his pet projects. So if you think about the ripple effect of somebody who instead of being the person that everybody knew, right, Everybody knows your name. Everybody knows your name. Everybody knows your name. Everybody knows your face. No, he's saved millions of lives. American lives. I should probably be more specific, (laughs) right? He's saved millions of American lives because of his help in working on the F-15 and F-16 fighter jets, right? So there's no military bases named after him. There's no statues, like I said. But what if this is all deliberate? What if this ends up actually being more influential, right? What if, to me, where my mind goes to something like this is what if you just become the best in the world at developing leaders and 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 leaders. Guys, here's the crazy thing. People know the empire as a team name before they know me sometimes these days. And that is so cool. They'll be like, wait, that girl, That, oh, you're part of, wait a minute, you've got, you've got that crap, wait a, wait a minute, right, that's cool, like, that's really, I mean, that's, that's special. And don't get me wrong, like I said already, I'm not a saint. I do like that people know my name. I do like getting called up on the stages. I'm not immune to, to wanting people, you know. I'm not immune to wanting to be at GoPro. I do. I like I like all of it, okay? I do. But I will tell you it is rooted in a desire, a deliberate desire to have a team with the best leaders around the world I don't want to have to keep recruiting in Europe peer I really don't like I love Europe I want there to be these empire faces that people are like oh 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 you your empire Belgium yeah that that's my yes I need you oh your empire Italy Italia yeah yeah that's That's going to be the team for me. Oh, your empire, España. Yeah, that's going to, yep. Oh, your empire, France. Yeah. Oh, empire, Deutschland. Oh, 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 like empire, Canada, empire, Mexico, empire, Ecuador, you know, name it. You know, that's what I want. Like to me, that is like the ultimate, the ultimate goal. I, and I love it. I love when I get on lives and people are like, do you have people in New Jersey? I'm like, let me tell you. You want South Jersey? You want North Jersey? You want where you want? Where you want? Yeah, we got Jersey. Then you have Wisconsin. I'm like, do I have Wisconsin? I own, oh, I'm basically a cheese factory. We got so many people, Empire, Wisconsin. You know, what do you want to know about it? Oh, somebody the other day, can you please connect me with your Missouri leaders? Funny you ask. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, you want the Hawaiian Islands? What island would you like? Because yes, we are there too. Oh, you want Australia? Are you looking for West Coast? you looking for east coast you looking down in adelaide where you need me to go baby okay mexico i'ma need like an area what area you looking for you're looking for acapulco you're looking for cancun you're looking for monterey where you where you want to go baby mexico city i got you how cool is that that's what it's all about like that gets me going okay that gets my my engine running okay and so I'm gonna read this quote because I think it's so, so powerful. This is from this John Boyd guy. He was mentoring, uh, uh, he, he used to mentor uh, military men, often young officers who were trying to decide whether they were going to be or to do. Remember the ego conversation, to be or to do, okay? And so here is the quote. And it became a rite of passage for a generation of transformative military leaders. Tiger, one day you will come to a fork in the road. And you're going to have to make a decision about which direction you want to go. You have two directions. If you go this way, you can be somebody. You will have to make compromises. You will have to turn your back on your friends. But... You will be a member of the club and you will get promoted and you will get all the good assignments or you can go that way and you can do something. Something for your country and for your air force and for yourself. You may not get promoted and you may not get the good assignments and you certainly will not be a favorite of your superiors. But you won't have to compromise yourself. You will remain true to your friends and more importantly to yourself. And your work will make a difference to be somebody or to do something. In life, there is often a roll call. That's when you will have to make a decision. And then Boyd concluded with words that would guide these young men and many of their peers for the rest of their lives to be or to do. Which way will you go? And this is so applicable to what we're doing, so applicable. You watch people literally tear each other down to try to get into the good graces of who? Brian? Who? Eric Worry? You know what has worked very well for me? I have yet to change who I am as a human. And I think I start to offend people when they really try to change me as a human. And they can't. And then I turn into the narcissist. And then I turn into the angry something. Actually, no one really calls me angry. Because you would probably just seem really crazy if you called me angry. Right? I don't know what they say about me. I I know the narcissism thing gets thrown around. No, I just... Never changed who I am. I didn't get quiet when I don't like things with Prove It. I pick up the phone. Uh, Look, if y'all think I did not call some of you are champs, I literally made a phone call after the champ call last week because I did not like a piece of attire that somebody on the call was wearing. And some of y'all saw it, and some of y'all didn't see it. But who I am as a person, I could not be having that. I did not like it. I did not like what I saw. I'll leave it at that. I'll tell you after I stop recording, okay? I was like, "Uh -uh. uh-uh, mm-mm, mm-mm, I have a problem with that. Some of you know this conversation. One of my phone calls probably maybe 18 months into Prove It, um, Brian called me and he screamed at me. Do you guys know this story? Oh, it was not good. (laughs) He called me and he screamed at me for something I didn't do. And I said to our CEO, I said, I think Sydney was in the room when I said this to him. I said, you will never speak to me like this again, or I will quit. I do not care that I'm ranked 10. You do not own me. Are you going to be, or are you going to do? I remember when we joined Prove It and they said there will be no Facebook groups. And I said, yes, there will. We'll be compliant, but I have certain ways of doing things. And I want more people to win, which means I need a duplicatable system like ad tag message. We're going to have groups. Well, you shouldn't do a, a, an onboarding robot. Can you imagine the empire without Betty, with how fast we're growing? No, I never compromised. I will never forget, like... <laughs> it's, I I literally have conversations with Eric now. And I'm like, what can I wear on your stage? And then I, I'm like, anything, right? Anything? Okay, just making sure I can be me. Right? I don't ask him for permission to be me. I let him know I'm going to go and I'm going to make an impact. and I'm going to be myself. And I'm going to show people there's a better way. Some of you might have seen you'll hear it. I'm gonna upload it as a podcast soon. Some of you might have heard this interview I did with this guy that Courtney actually told me was kind of like a turd burglar, but I did the interview anyway, just because I was curious to have the conversation. And I can't wait for y'all to hear this. So he told me on this call, I was live on TikTok, which was funny. He didn't know. Once he thought we were done recording, he told me that I should basically compromise myself and I should take special deals so I can be the number one earner in the world, because anybody making more money than me in network marketing, just so you know, has a deal with a company or a deal with positions, just so you know. And I said, no, I never will. Because how can I look these people in their faces and say, I made it out of a basement and I did it without any help, without anybody being given to me, without any special deals, without any... Facebook ads, Instagram ads, YouTube ads, what, no, nothing. I just, I did it and so can you. If I'm sitting over here and I'm making the compromise to be somebody instead of do something. And so I want you to think about that when it gets really exciting to have the title or really exciting to be on the stage. But if you're going to be on the stage, you're going to have to You're going to have to say this. You're going to have to pitch that. I was supposed to pitch something at GoPro. This Pete guy, I call him Peter. Okay, this Peter guy who gives me the (laughs) heebie-jeebies. Peter tries to tell me that I have to go on stage and pitch something. Well, in the middle of your presentation, because you are just the most impactful leader on this stage, I'm going to need you to pitch. And I said, I'm I'm not going to be able to do it. Well, what do you mean? That's, it's just not really how I do things. If somebody feels called to build, to buy a $10,000 course, perfect. But my impact and them knowing that maybe I'm part of the program and they see how much I deliver without any kind of expense should be enough than me getting in front of people and razzle dazzling them so that they feel manipulated in the long run. I'm not going to hard push anybody. I've never I've never been an aggressive recruiter. I'm not going to start now. And I simply said on the interview with this guy, I said, "No, see, I don't know how some people like this put their heads on a pillow at night because I know exactly what my character is." And when you know what your character is, your reputation doesn't matter because you are being you are, you are doing something instead of being somebody. And so I know it can be easy. I have so many highlights, but I know we're at the top of the hour. I know it can be exciting to get the trophies, and it can be exciting to walk on the st- I mean, I love it. I am not going to lie to you. I love it. I want all the trophies. Give me all the trophies. I'm a competitor, okay? Yes, I'm a competitor, okay? But let me tell you, I will never compete to hurt other people so that I can appear to be something. I would rather blaze a path and a trail for everybody to be something because appearances can be deceiving. Having authority is not the same thing as being an authority. I'm gonna say it again having authority is not the same thing as being an authority I know sometimes y'all want me to yell at people because your upline's being stupid or your your whoever is being stupid you want me to call your boyfriend and tell me he's an idiot okay guess what he's scared of me anyway okay I don't need to All right, I don't need to act like something I'm not and neither do you. And so there are three words I'm going to leave you and then I will I will leave y'all and we will continue this on next week's 212 call. By the way, this podcast, I am recording it. It will not get uploaded until at least a week later, just so you know, because this is your training. Okay. I always keep it sacred for you guys. This is just for you. Okay. the three words. Here's an exercise duty honor and country that is that is to do right versus pride power and greed pride power and greed so are you going to be more duty honor country maybe that's duty honor empire i don't know we don't have a country here we've got a lot we've got 27 countries or is it pride, power and greed? OK? Because the interesting thing is that I know you've seen this pridefulness and greed play out so many times in your lives. I gave the examples at the beginning of the call: relationships, personal relationships, um, business relationships, etc. You've seen it play out in sports, etc, things you care deeply about, but that's what the ego does. It will literally cross out what matters and replace it with what doesn't, and that is ego. So think about yourself, what are you practicing now? what is your purpose? What are you here to do? Right? And if what matters is always you, you've lost. Right? You've lost. So I'll leave you with this. A man is worked upon by what he works on. That's Frederick Douglass. So I love you all and I appreciate you so much.